Welcome to the Abundance Hub podcast. My name is Jessica Shembury, and I'm so happy you are here investing in yourself today. As a business coach, mentor, and speaker, I'm dedicated to helping people learn how to live in alignment with their values and unlock their true potential in life. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of mindset development. The tools and strategies I'm sharing will absolutely change the way you think and feel. Please visit jessicashembury.com.au to learn more about my offerings. And if you love this podcast, please write a review and share over on social media. Thanks for pushing play. Let's begin. Hey, hey, welcome back or welcome if you are new. I cannot wait to jump into today's topic, which I was inspired to do. Interestingly enough, I feel like this is a topic that I could talk about in a lot more depth and I probably will, but I was inspired to do this episode um, coming off the back of an article that I recently had published in Mama Disrupt, if which is a magazine. It's an online and physical magazine. So I was published in their fourth birthday issue with Katy Perry on the front, which make, made me feel very special. But um, and I was really, I was really, really honoured to be asked to write this article, and it was interesting actually because I often get asked a bit about this this tapping into your femme vibes kind of topic and this balance between masculine and feminine. And I must say, I pretty, I think I pretty much say this on every single episode I ever record. I'm not an expert. <laughs> um, I say that mainly because I am not an expert in this topic. I do, however, have lots of experience with it personally. And I mean, my my opinion on it is that I personally, or for me, I'll give you my my, mm, I'll give you my experience with it. I feel that as a woman, I very easily go to go into my masculine, and I've been doing it for years. And so that is where that is where I started to really delve in and have. Ha- Jess can't talk today. <sighs> Okay, let me start that again. As a woman, I definitely move into my masculine quite easily. And the reason that I do that, or the I believe I do it, is because I, I'm a business owner. I'm an Aries. I am a fucking boss when it comes to multitasking. I like to problem solve. And I, I'm fire sign. I can do anything and everything. And I've always been like that. I've been a bit of an overachiever my whole life. And it's taken me a long time to understand why the balance is so important, why it's so important to make sure that I tap into my femininity and into that side of me consciously. Because as women, I really feel like we have we are in a world now where it's women can do anything we can do it all we can have it all we can we can literally put on a hundred different hats and we can do it all like decades ago there was none of that there was clear roles and I actually feel that we've almost it's almost at a detriment to us that we um that we've created this perception like you know we can be for me, 
loving mama, a business owner, the chef, the cook, the cleaner, the bookkeeper, the parent, the partner, the party planner, the travel agent, <laughs> pay the bills, um, plan our nutrition in the house. I can be the nurse, the counsellor, the shopper. <laughs> we are doing all of that. I'm in my business. I'm managing staff. I'm forward planning. I'm paying bills. I'm organising rent. I'm doing everything, right? And I've done all that for years and years and years. Even when I was in my marriage, I I loved like just doing all the things. And it is empowering. It really, really is. It's It's empowering to be able to. And I think that this is kind of what's happened. We, over time, have been taught that. And so these traditional roles um, became less, you know, less, well, less desired, to be honest. I think that women were like, I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to do all that. I want to go work. I want to earn money. Then comes in ego. Then comes in the want for more things. Everything costs more. Women and men both need to work. We want to live these complex lives. We want to have all these nice belongings and cars and big homes. And so the pressure builds and we start to try and do everything. And the same thing happens with men, right? So then we're both out there working and earning money and trying to. We're stressed. We often don't allow men to step into their masculine enough because we're like, we can fucking do it all. And then you've got these men who become, who are overworked. They're normally still the ones in most relationships who earn the larger amount of money. It's quite rare to see it the other way around. That's another story for another day. But we have all that happening, right? And then we're like, hey, dude, you know how you're earning all that money and you're working 60 hours in the week? Can you still do the vacuuming? And can you help me clean on the weekend? And actually you should cook and I want you to do this, this, this and this. And so we've got often in, in partnerships, in relationships, we've got two people who, you know, we are like we have masculine and feminine. It's about 60, 40 balance in, in male and female, right? So for females, we're about we should be 60% into our feminine and about 40% masculine and for men vice versa, more masculine less feminine but we are you know we, we we are parts of both and it's important to be able to express both parts but it is also really important to be clear around how knowing how you tap into your feminine with ease and grace and also if you're in a partnership male female then knowing and even in in same-sex partnerships there will always be one person that will represent the more masculine and represent the more feminine. But it is really, really important to be hyper aware of when you are stepping into your, as if, you, if you're a female listening. I'll speak into the female side, but obviously if you're a guy listening, you know what I'm, you know what I'm saying and I mean like flip it around. But it's so important to understand when that balance is tipping in the wrong direction when you are getting too much into your masculine and you are not stepping into your feminine and vice versa. So for me, you know, I, um, I've had so many growth, oh, well, growth journeys, so many eye-opening moments, so many times when I've been like, oh, 
is that what was happening? I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much dedicated to figuring myself out and I just don't stop. <laughs> and every day, every week, every month, I'm just like, oh, is that what's going on? I'm getting to that point now because I've been doing this for so long where I'm like, oh, yeah, that's that thing popping up again. And for me, the feminine masculine is one of those areas that I recognised I needed to work on a lot more. Um, now, I will kind of talk into this a little bit, but I'll give you a little bit of my story and then give you some suggestions as well. But um, for me, you know, I was juggling a lot last year and when I became an independent mum and went through my separation, I was very, I was struggling hard with the balance because I felt like I had to do both really well. I had to do the all the work of the masculine and all the work of the feminine. And what happened is, you know, while trying to do that, while trying to be a good parent and a good friend and pay my bills and do all that, I went into my masculine way too much. And so I started to feel really, really lost. I started to feel overworked. I was out of touch with myself. You know, I didn't have a lot of compassion for myself. And compassion is something that women do really well, or they should be doing really well, especially for themselves. But I hadn't, um, I had found that I was just, I was just, I was almost running off fumes, if I was honest. Like, I just was like, go, 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 got to make shit happen. I was not giving myself any love. Um, I was, I became really disconnected from my body. I became really disconnected from myself sexually. I, um, I didn't feel beautiful and I didn't feel sexy and femme. I was like, I was just like, get out of my way. I've got money to make. I've got things to do. I need to be successful. I've got to prove to everyone that I can do this. And so I was just, and I was so, I was demanding a lot from myself and this is what men do, right? Um, I don't know which I'd prefer to be a man or a woman. I still haven't got that answer. I say, as, as I'm on my first day of my period today, I'm like, absolutely would prefer to be a man. <laughs> oh my God. Every month I'm just like, Men have it so easy. They don't need to shave their legs. They don't need to get periods. But men, you know, men have a have a difficult road as well, of course. But yeah, I was I was just I was demanding so much of myself, which is definitely something I think is a more masculine thing. I think that women should be leaning into a um a softer side, should be more self-accepting, and I'll I'll get into that. But I became really disciplined and I became exhausted as fuck and I was just like overworking and I was like, I can make it happen. And look, I did make it happen. I did make it happen. But um, but I was leaning into that masculine side too heavily and it wasn't really working for me. It wouldn't have worked long term. But I think that for me, and I did say this in the article, I think because I'd run business for myself and then alongside my ex-husband for, you know, since I was 18, I started my first business when I was 18 and I was always very independent and a lot of people, most people that I come across admire that strength and that tenacity and that independence that I have. But when you're in a partnership in particular but also to attract in a good partnership, you need to understand 
how to be more conscious and how to stay in touch with the power of the divine feminine side because there is so much power in what females have to offer and in what that feminine side has to offer. Um, you can look it up and there's some really good little like diagrams online that that talk into the words that you would connect with um, with becoming more feminine. But um, but I suppose some of the things that I really that I really connect with when I'm like, am I in my feminine? Am I in touch with that side? It's feminine. The feminine side is really expressive and it's intuitive and it's more heart driven. It's more compassionate. It's more creative. It's softer. It's more in flow and it's very nurturing. It's very loving. It's not the bang, 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 discipline, discipline, got to get it done, decisive, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, um, so knowing how to step into that feminine for me is something that I really worked on last year and it it started with the basic stuff like, okay, I may be being a boss babe, but today I'm going to start by feeling feminine and looking feminine. And so hopefully these tips help you and give you some direction on where you might like to go as well. But yeah, so for me, I was like, all right, well, I am a boss babe and I can wear my gym gear and strut around in my all black and my cap and not give any fucks and make lots of money and do it all. Or I could actually today, I could actually do some things that are a little bit more flowy. And so for me at the beginning, it literally started with wearing lipstick, pink lipstick and pretty dresses. <laughs> um, but it doesn't need to be that. So you don't need to be like, oh, do I need to be feminine? Is that what does that mean? Do I need to look pretty? Um, do I need to be submissive? No, none of that. Um, maybe sometimes, but for me it started with that because I I can be kind of I don't know if edgy is the word, but like I can be even like a bit more masculine with how I dress. Um because it's just a style that I like. Like I'll wear my jean shorts and a a baggy t-shirt and my joggers and my gym gear and but yeah this year definitely I started with that and I started wearing a few more softer feminine clothes and it did help me but what it did was it kind of reminded me of how I wanted to look um, changing how I looked reminded me of how I wanted to show up and how I wanted to feel um, I had shorter hair and now I'm, I've grown it a little bit longer it's still not long but for me again that was the start of me understanding the energy of the feminine and how I wanted to bring it into my world, how I wanted to bring it into my business, how I wanted to bring it into my new relationship. Um, and so I really, I really opened up a consciousness level around this stuff and it has, it has been beautiful and it has done nothing but serve me. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that, I think that a lot of us, um, just don't understand the power that this can have for our businesses. If you're a business owner, a female business owner, it can be very powerful because men don't have the ability to be as expressive and as heart-driven as and as intuitive as us. The ones that do, however, are unstoppable. So it does go both ways. And a lot of women don't have the power to step up to the plate, to take charge, to be decisive, to 
you know, to to do the masculine stuff and the ones that can do both are unstoppable, are fucking powerhouses. So it is worth your while, whether you're more on the feminine, more on the masculine, to really have a good understanding of it and then be conscious and aware when it pops up in your life, you know, and when it's serving you well and when it's not serving you well. Um, so, you know, when it comes to relationships, I often see when I'm, when I work with clients, I often see some imbalances that seem to occur. Um, often there's a, there are men that step away from their healthy masculine and towards toxic masculine and toxic masculine is the aggression and the anger and, um, and things, things to that effect. Um, addiction, all those things. Often this, everything that happens for, for male and female, for humans in general, is is normally a result of trauma um, that comes from childhood, blueprints that come from childhood, um, fear, lack of trust. Those things come into our life and then we become imbalanced and we often then do not step into the power of our divine feminine and our divine masculine depending on which one we are. Um, so, yeah, I often see this happening in relationships where you've got men who are kind of moving away from this healthy masculine. And, and look, I, um, I have my opinions on what this all looks like. I can share that with you. But, you know, you need to, you need to figure out what it looks like for you and especially if, if you're looking at a relationship versus just being an individual who has control over their balance of feminine masculine. But this is what I, this is how I see it. So when I'm talking about like healthy masculine there versus toxic masculine, I mean, I don't believe that anger and aggression and addiction to, I mean, we, we, we all, we get addicted to things, right? <laughs> Cups of tea, um, drugs, you can be addicted to many things, um, can be addicted to your work. There's so many things that you can be addicted to, but I don't believe that any of that is like the anger, the aggression, the addiction, all those words starting with a, <laughs> I don't believe that any of that is necessarily healthy. I believe that either side, like if we're in those States, we're altering our physiology to a point where we shouldn't, we shouldn't ever get to those points. So that's another that's another thing. But when I talk about like the healthy masculine, men that are in control and that are able to take charge when needed, but do these things in a calm manner, do these things with the control, do them with integrity and with levels of planning and respect and all those different things, those things are really, really attractive as um, from the masculine side. Um, so you see men kind of moving away from that and then you see women stepping away from their healthy feminine. So a healthy female who's in the in her feminine energy is that, you know, that I suppose that free-flowing, intuitive, heart-driven, compassionate person, someone who's nurturing. But we often find, and I often see this, females that go into the toxic side of that feminine, which is needy and whingy and scarce and fear-driven and um, manipulative and just, yeah, not nice, right? And a lot of that comes because we we just, yeah, we just 
don't know how important this stuff is. And so we become, we, we get into states where we're sitting in lower states and we're not stepping into the power that this has. So yeah, a lot of the time we see, I see this happen where you've got, especially in partnerships where you've got couples that are like, we, we want it all, but we're contradicting ourselves. So we both don't, the people don't have conversations about this stuff. People don't look at their roles in their relationships. They don't actually have really good quality understa- understanding of where they both want to sit. And so I've been guilty of it. That's the only way I know things. But, you know, I was like, I can do it all. I'm an independent mom. I earn my own money. I, I've got staff. I'm, I'm delegating. I'm doing this, 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 and this. But, um, but what, it, what, like, what happened to allowing myself time to be creative, to be expressive, to be intuitive, to be soft and all those things. So it is a really, it is a, it is something that you will need to work on over time. But when it comes to relationships, I think it's really, really interesting. And I think that whether you're in a relationship that's been, that's been, you know, a longstanding one or whether you're in a new relationship, if you can focus and put some energy into knowing how to tap into your feminine energy more, you, you will watch things change and expand in your relationship. And ideally, you want to be able to have a conversation with the person that you're with, with the, with the partner that you're with and have an understanding of how these roles work. For me, I, even when I like went to start dating, I was like, what do I do? Do I let the guy pay? Like, cause I don't need no man to pay for me. <laughs> like fucking hell. Like, and I was like, that, that was the kind of stuff that was in my head. And I was like, oh no, well, I'll prove to them that I'm independent and that I don't need them. Not that I went on many dates. I went on one and then we've been together ever since. But this was the shit that I went, this was the shit that went through my head because I was so fiercely in my masculine and it was a bit of fight or flight. It was a bit of because of the situation I'd put myself into. I kind of had to um, because I had to pay all my bills and survive. But at the same time, I had to acknowledge where I was at and then I had to make a clear decision on how I was going to show up. And so my dating story is kind of cool because of that. So this was the kind of stuff going through my head and I probably said it to someone, one of my friends or something like, oh, well, I'll let him pay but, like, it doesn't mean he can impress me with that. (laughs) Um, And I was thinking things like, and then the second time I'll pay and we'll just do it half-half or we'll just split it in the middle because I don't want him to think I need him. (laughs) Wow, that's going to get you a man, isn't it? I don't fucking need you, asshole. I can do this on my own. I have issues, man. Like, And I was also in this position where whining and dining didn't impress me. And I was like, I could even, I can even relate it to on the first date that I went on, I was like, I don't want to look too girly. I want them, I want that person to know that I'm confident. Like I could feel it all happening. It's so interesting. But I had to assess that. I had to step into my feminine. And so on the lead up to being ready to go out and date again, um, I was like, where do I want to sit with this? How do I want to show up? And I didn't want to come across as this ballsy, badass business boss babe, which I kind of am, but I wanted to show up in my feminine. I wanted to show up in a space 
which I'm really good at doing because I embody my feminine. I embody it a lot. I am now more than ever connected to myself in every sense of the word. I love my figure and it's not because it looks a certain way. It's because I've chosen to give myself acceptance. I spoke about this, um, you know, this, this knowing yourself at a core stuff. This is what it's all about. I spoke about that last week, knowing who you are at the core and loving yourself and being compassionate with yourself and listening to your intuition. Me having the ability to listen to my intuition and to lower the noise in my life and to really, really listen to my heart is something that females do so well. And if you don't know how to do it, you are not tapping into your feminine enough. You are hiding from it. So I started to be more in flow. I started to go to dance lessons. I started to self-pleasure more often. I started to enjoy being naked and touching my body and doing all these things. Because guess what? That's what we were here to do. That's what we were born to do. Like we're allowed to do it. People just don't like talking about it because it's like, oh, she does that? Yeah, walk around naked, moisturize your whole body, touch your body, do all those things. Like have fun with life, dance, sing, be flowy, be intuitive, be creative, be expressive. Whereas for some reason, like we would, we are so many of us have been pushed into this like invisible cages. It's like, don't be yourself. Don't be a free woman. Don't like twirl around the room and be expressive and laugh as loud as you want and be creative and do things and take time to just be like, God forbid all of that. And I was, I was the same. Like I was, I wasn't tapping into it, but I realized that I had to, I realized that it was actually, it was, it was not a choice that I was going to be able to make. It was something that I had to learn how to master and I had to do it really well. I had to do it really well and really fast because I hadn't mastered it before. I was stepping into my masculine too much in years gone by. I was bossy. I was demanding. I was fast paced. I fixed everything. I could, I, I was the problem solver. I was like, I literally, I'd be like, move bitch, get out of my way. I can fucking do this. I don't need anyone to help me. And if, and guess what? And even if I do, I can just call air tasker. So I actually don't need anyone to help me because I've got my money and I've got my skills and I'm a fucking problem solver and I'm a boss babe. Guess what? That doesn't sound very nice, does it? No. <laughs> and I recognize that in myself. I wasn't like that all the time, but I, I recognize that I had created an imbalance in my masculine and feminine and that was something that I really worked hard on last year and it was something that I I really pushed forward into understanding and some of the things that I found I resisted on were things like, oh, well, what does that mean? Do I need to be traditional? Like say, do I let the man pay? And I remember someone saying to me, yes, of course you do. Like, that's the way it should be. And I was like, should it? And so I had to, I had to challenge myself to have an understanding of these things. And it's not just about dating. It's just about how we show up. But understanding myself allowed me to understand men better as well. And it is, it is something that generally I'm not, I mean, this isn't about dating. This is but it is something that generally men like to be able to take charge and like to be thanked and just shown appreciation for their ability to do it, right? And I 
I just think that maybe I just became too heavily independent at points and didn't want to allow anyone to help me because I didn't want to feel I, that they were needed. And that was not really a nice thing. And I think it's nice to be independent, but I also think it's really nice, especially when you're in a partnership, is to allow your man to be a man. Don't emasculate them. Don't tell them they're not doing a good job. Um, step into your feminine and be the goddess that they want, you know. And does that mean you both don't cook together or clean together or you both don't work? No, it doesn't. You you know, in this in this day and age, um, there's a lot of I love I love working. Like I don't not want to work, but there are so many times in my past that I wouldn't repeat in my future. Like both the kids that that I've had, you know, I was back at work. I was back working within. I, w- I was in labor and I was on the fucking laptop in Canva because I was like, oh, well, this could take hours. I've got shit to do. <laughs> like fucking hell, Jess. Like I look back at that stuff and I think, my God, I'm an idiot. I was, I was not allowing, right? And so in those moments, I should have been going down deep into my feminine. I shouldn't have gone back to work two or three weeks after having a baby because I was like, look at me go. I'm a, I'm a rock star. I should have allowed space. I should have said, I want six months off. I just fucking grew a human. Maybe, maybe I should have said that. Um, but there were definitely times that I wouldn't repeat in my future because I realize how important it is. And so, yes, I love working. I don't think I ever don't want to work. As soon as I stop working, I'll probably get bored, but I definitely know that I need time. I allow myself lots of time during the week. I work really hard and I also have a lot of space and because I'm not a man and I just can't just work like a horse. I just, it doesn't work for me. But, um, and you know, in my partnership, yeah, we both love cooking and we both enjoy doing things as a team, but I show up and I try, I, well, I'm all, we're all works in progresses, but I focus really, um, I, I'm really intentional about bringing that feminine goddess into the space when I'm in my relationship and also into my business and also into my parenting. And I allow room for my man to be that man and to do the things and, you know, open the doors and carry the things. And, you know, I remember the other, the other week or whenever it was, and I, he, I think he was like, oh, carry that bag. I was like, no, I can carry it. And then I'm like, why did I do that? Like he was trying to be a man. Let him be the man. <laughs> so I'm still a work in progress. So it'll be funny if I listen back to this in a year or two. But, um, but yeah, so tapping into those feminine vibes, it's, it's something that I highly encourage you work on for yourself. It's something that I encourage you to do a little bit of research on there are words that are attached to feminine and, and masculine. I should have listed them all out for you, but you can Google it. It's not hard. Um, and think about how you embody that on a daily basis and think about how you give, if you are in a partnership especially, but it, as I say, it, it can it can help with parenting, it can help in your work, it can help in every sense. But know which side you're tapping into and when. Be able to switch on and off between if you need to. But also in a partnership, if you're if you're in a partnership or a marriage with a man, understanding this is super important so that you can allow him to be in his masculine because 
when a man is in his true masculine, he will show up for you in the most fucking phenomenal ways. You will you will have a man that knows how to take charge, that does what he says, that helps you, that guides you, that can listen to you, that can hear what you're saying and provide options and solutions if you want. Someone who will make sure the ducks are in a row, someone who will be that that rock in your life. Like, but you need to allow them to be that. You can't just expect them to. And emasculating men and telling them they're not doing a good job and all those things is we're all guilty of it. I've been guilty of it. But we have to, you know, our our only our only kind of job on this planet is to keep walking forward and keep improving, right? I shouldn't say improving. Keep growing. Keep walking forward and keep growing. That's pretty much all we need to do. And, you know, you don't know until you know. But when you do know something or when you're introduced to a concept, then now your your mind is being expanded. Now you're responsible for actually doing something about it. And so start to understand it. Start to ask yourself some questions. You know, if if I was to tap into my feminine more now that I know this information, like what are the daily activities I would be doing? What would I look like? How would I show up? How would my body and posture look? Um, how would I talk? What would I smell like? I have, um, I have asked myself all these questions and, um, and I literally can feel myself turning it on, like turning on that feminine goddess at points during the day. So I encourage you to do the same. I really, really hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Please leave me a review, a rating, all those things. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode and share this if you enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Bye. I truly hope you loved this episode of the Abundance Hub podcast. Please screenshot and share this episode because living abundantly means sharing good things with people you love. If you'd like to help us, please write a review on the podcast and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss another episode.